<laughs> doing great, Charlie. How are you? Oh, doing great. It's, it's good to hear from both of you. Man, you sound like a man yeah, now. Definitely. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's been, it's been quite a while, hasn't it, huh? That's how we started our conversation on the phone with Charlie Weiss Jr. I was like, you know what? We might as well air this. It was just so funny because neither of you, neither Kevin or I had talked to Charlie Jr. So quite long. So, I don't know the last time you had. Do you remember the last time you had spoken to him? Gosh. No, I mean, it's been a really long yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, obviously, we've both been following him we uh-huh. and, and everything like that. And. But we haven't talked to him, so it was funny, and uh, we we laughed. I, as soon as I heard his voice, I'm like, just it just seems so odd. So it was it was very funny. Uh, Charlie Weiss Jr., of course, the son of former Notre Dame football coach Charlie Weiss Jr., now the offensive coordinator at South Florida at the age of 27, was the youngest offensive coordinator in college football when he was hired by Lane Kiffin at the age of 24 at FAU. He's learned under his dad, Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, now Jeff Scott, but it started. Under my co-host, Kevin Downey, Charlie Jr. was a student coach as a freshman in high school at St. Joe when Kevin was the head coach in 2007. And, Kevin, you, you saw some bright things from him right out of the gate, didn't you? Yeah, he he was uh, – I guess he had a good football mind. You know, he, <laughs> he everybody uh, had a role. He was kind of like my high school equivalent of a graduate assistant. He was really good at breaking film down and looking into any little tendencies that we would uh, be interested in. And Kevin and I had a great conversation with Charlie about that, about what it will be like to be at Notre Dame for the first time since his dad was fired in 2009 and how his dad's firing led to a great blessing for Charlie Jr. from God. Here's Focus on Faith with Charlie Weiss Jr. Charlie Weiss Jr., how are you doing? How's everything in the coaching world? It's been fun to watch you from far away. I appreciate that. It's been been great, you know, so I've been very fortunate to be around so many great coaches and great people uh, at such a young age to put me in the position that I'm in right now. I'm just really grateful and and thankful for that and just uh, really having fun down here at South Florida. I'm with a great coach and and Jeff Scott and the program that he wants to build. Uh, It's been so much fun to be around our players and, and our coaching staff and just really looking forward to the future with this group. Seems like a great team. And then how excited are you to come back to uh, South Bend and play against Notre Dame? It's going to be an awesome opportunity. I mean, it's 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 a it'll be a great trip. Um, really looking forward to getting there and playing where where I consider home still to this day, um, and seeing seeing some people and 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 all that. But you know, playing a, a great team and a great opponent, so I'm going to have to uh, be able to handle my emotions and, and you know not worry about all that stuff and have to get ready for for a great team in the Irish. You know, Charlie, this game wasn't on the schedule, obviously, uh, and you know they right. put it on just a month ago. When you first heard, "Hey, we're gonna play Notre Dame," what was going through your mind? How did how did you find out, and what was going through your mind as you found that information out? So, Coach Scott had mentioned it to me that that there were talks about all that. Um, you know, a couple, maybe a couple of weeks before it kind of got announced, and. I think the first thing I was like is, well, we need to get some tape on them because they're really good, and I got to start getting ready for that one. <laughs> um, but definitely, definitely a lot of emotions, and you know, uh, I, I think it'll be really cool. Obviously, tons of great memories uh, from from Notre Dame and South Bend. Um, you know, there were definitely tough times as well uh, towards the end, but but that place definitely holds a special uh, place in my heart. You know, especially with with our charity still there and, and Hannah and friends, and uh, how the South Bend community has been about that. Um, and, you know, it'll be weird hearing that fight song and, and not being on that sideline. Yeah, I would imagine you're going to – you feel like you might be a little confused at certain moments? 
Yeah, I, th- I think the first time I hear it, I will be probably be uh, humming along. But uh, when the ball gets kicked off, we'll, we'll be good to go. You know, this is your first year at South Florida. Lane Kiffin made you the youngest offense coordinator in college football. You've already had opportunities to coach under Saban, Kiffin, Belichick, now Jeff Scott, and of course under your dad. But you got your opportunity to really start coaching as a freshman at St. Joe High under kevin that's correct what uh yep take us Coach back Downey to needs to be the first thing mentioned <laughs> take us back to those <laughs> days and what you learned it, it was great i mean uh from, from a young person what i thought it it uh, helped me out for when i got to actually you know getting into the to the college coaching world and all that stuff um you know coach Downey gave me abilities with scouting reports and watching tape uh and doing some of those things for the first time uh so it really kind of instilled to me like how to break down film, how to watch film, what we're looking for, um, trying to get tendencies and, and all that stuff. And, you know, still to this day as an offensive coordinator, those are the things that, that I'm still doing. I'm watching tape and trying to find little tips uh, and things for our players uh, that will help make the game easier for them. So really appreciative of Coach Downey and, and letting me do that and uh, being around the program. And obviously he had a ton of success there and going to a state championship in 2007. There's some fun years for sure. Kevin, I remember coming over to a practice one time. We were going to do an interview, I think, for that you know that state championship run. And you're like, "Hey, come over here. I want to show you something." And, and you 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 open up a room, and it's Ch- Charlie Jr. and Tyler Gillian breaking down film. And you said to me, "These two are breaking down film better than half of my coaching staff." How how advanced was Charlie <laughs> ba- back then? Um, even as you know, a ninth grader, and, and you know, and a sophomore and a junior eventually. Oh, he was really good. I mean, well, and again, some of the skills, like, you know, Charlie's uh, intelligent, he's detail-oriented, but then also, I I was really impressed, too, because it was kind of mimicking that college um, graduate assistant role, right? So he was mature for his age. I mean, he was just a a young person, really young, but able to interact with the adults and the uh, kids and I mean, he was just inquisitive, too, so he had a, you could tell he had a passion for coaching and an interest in uh, things, you know, similar to me. I love breaking down film too. So it was really fun to have somebody else that shared that. Charlie, did you ever know he had said that about you, that you had bro- broken down film better than half the coaching staff as a freshman? <laughs> I did not know that, but, but I certainly appreciate it. <laughs> well, and hopefully <laughs> some of the uh, other coaches aren't listening to this radio show. <laughs> they may not know it either. <laughs> uh, that's too funny. It was such a special time. We had some great teams, and like we were yeah. talking before of the interview, just great people, right? There were some real yeah, characters nice. on the team, um, yeah. and we just had a lot of fun with all of our different roles, even though we were all at you know different points in our life. Is there something that you remember, little Charlie, that were some standout moments for you besides just the cool victories and then the really bad coach's yeah. locker room? <laughs> the, I, the coach's locker room and the place where I broke down film definitely stick out. Um, and uh, there were definitely no, no, there was no huddle. There was the DVD tapes and I don't even know, it might've been VHS back then. But um, I, I think it was always cool, you know, going right after, after uh, right after school ended and going right down in there in the film room and, you know, just trying to, to find some ways to, to help you guys out. And then uh, definitely that just that 2007 season uh, was really cool. And especially those playoff games and, um, making it all the way to the state championship and uh, just watching you run the ball. You know, that's obviously what we're still trying to do today, but we obviously did it well back then. Yep. 
South Florida Offensive Coordinator Charlie Weiss Jr. joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. Angel DiCarlo, Kevin Downey with you. You know, Charlie, obviously, though, 2007, things started to not necessarily go your dad's way at Notre Dame, and you're in high school during that time. You had to probably go through a lot of really difficult situations being the son of the Notre Dame football coach while in high school. And, you know, how did you handle those because I always remember hearing that you handled things really well during those times what was it about it that allowed you to be able to handle those things so well you know I think my dad definitely did a good job of, of teaching me like hey this it comes with the territory you know it, it, it's it's really good when it's really good and it's bad when it's bad and so when, when there are times where hey you're not winning games and you know things don't go your way with, with football you know it, it can be tough and so he always taught me hey man you know keep your head up you know, don't worry about, you know, anything and, and the games and just focus on your school, focus on your work and having a positive attitude. And, you know, one thing I would say that always helped me is, and, uh, you know, I've been asked about it a little bit, but is Hannah too, you know, having my sister Hannah and all the things that, that she had gone through in life and the adversity that, that she's had. And, uh, you know, she, I feel like having her around always uh, made me grateful uh, for the things that I had in life and for the opportunity uh, to do things like go to school and, and to, you know, potentially become a coach one day um, made me feel very blessed and, and very thankful. So that that always helped me keep a positive attitude. Uh, you know, we had a great, great family life at home, uh, and that certainly helped. Charlie, this is a Catholic radio station. How, how do you think your uh, Catholic faith helped you get through some of those difficult times or just the extremes, right, the really good and the really tough? Yeah, I think, you know, faith is something that's very, very important to me. And honestly, you know, I think, it helped form me who I am today uh, because you go through challenges and you go through times like, you know, Hey, why is this happening? Or why is this going wrong? And, and you realize that, you know, life isn't perfect. Life's not always going to go your way, but you know, God's always going to be there for you and he's still going to love you. You know, whether your dad, you know, is the head coach in Notre Dame or whether, you know, he gets fired and, and that doesn't matter. And, you know, having that faith and, and belief uh, and knowing that God has the perfect plan for you, uh, and, and he really did. I think those times that I had there going through some of those tough moments uh, with, with my dad uh, have helped build me to who I am today uh, to make me a better person, uh, to make me be in football for the right reasons, to know that, you know, it's not all about wins and losses. It's about, you know, building young people up and helping them become better men and helping them with their faith, you know, if, if they want that or, you know, just helping them get through college, you know, maybe a kid who comes from a tough background and, and watching him graduate. Those are the things now uh, that, that make me proud to be a coach much more so than, you know, the wins and losses and, you know, seeing some of the relationships that my dad had with his players then helped and, you know, just my faith through it all. Yeah. And then from that, you know, your dad gets fired. He gets a job in Kansas City with the Chiefs. You, you go to St. Pius there in Kansas City and lo and behold, you, you find a girl, Jennifer, at St. Pius, and that yeah. turns into your wife. Is that crazy to think about the, the fact that, obviously, if your dad doesn't get fired, you never meet your future wife? It God always has a plan. He does, and that's the thing. Uh, you know, it's mysterious. We don't know, you know, why, you know, certain things happen uh, the way they do. But there's always a reason for it. Uh, and, and some of the worst things in life can, can turn into some of the best things. And uh, I'm so blessed to have her. She's such a, a great person. Uh, she really does complete me. She is the better half for sure. Uh, I don't know how I got so lucky, but 
you know, it, it's, it's things like that, that, that go to show, Hey, God's got, got his way of, of working things out. And, you know, whatever happens in life, you really do need to push forward because there's going to be something that comes along uh, that turns things around. And, and that certainly was it for me. With you being able to come home, and I know it's a crazy busy uh, game day, do you think that you will get a chance to be able to stop and see uh, Hannah, or is it going to be just too packed? Uh, I certainly would like to. I know I need to get it cleared. Uh, I know both Hannah and friends, and, and we have protocols uh, you yeah. know, with, with everything going on. So um, I'm definitely, you know, want to. Um, you know, I saw her uh, this summer um, briefly, which obviously it's, it kind of stinks because right now you can't, you know, actually physically see her you can just see her through a screen door and talk to her but um i would certainly like to uh, if i can uh friday but uh if not um it'll be okay you mentioned before that she's kind of been your inspiration can you touch about a little bit more on that charlie obviously she's your big sister but you know she's got developmental delays there's only so much she can express right um but how how does she inspire you and maybe how does you know that faith component come in play when when you think about uh, your sister bringing kind of the family together as you know that's that always she's still here in south bend that's what i imagine is a big reason why you consider south bend still to be home because she's here yeah and i think you know, Hannah and Friends is just a place that, that really feels like home for me. I, I think the biggest thing is, like I said earlier, you know, all the things that she's gone through and all the problems that she has, you know, she whenever I see her, she's always got a huge smile on her face and she's always having fun. Uh, and she's, you know, playing with, with her friends and, and all of that at Hannah and Friends. And, you know, I, I just think about, you know, she she has every reason to not be happy and she she always is. And so, if she can have that attitude and, and have that, you know, h- how could I not be like that and not be thankful and grateful and blessed um, for the life that I have and, and the ability to do the things uh, that I can do? And I always felt that at Hannah and Friends anytime I was there. When you see all the kids uh, who go there, whether it's for the day programs or the residents uh, that live there, it's just it's very inspirational to see, you know, how, how they have that attitude. You know, there's there's a lot of things uh, that, that they could you know, have a bad attitude for it, but they don't. Charlie Weiss Jr., South Florida offensive coordinator, joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays, our Focus on Faith interview as he gets set to face Notre Dame and his return to Notre Dame Stadium. You know, Charlie, what what, what are some of your favorite memories of, of your times at, when your dad was the head coach at Notre Dame? You, obviously, you were still just a young guy uh, during the, that period of time. Yeah. What were some of your favorite memories? I think um, the Michigan game in 2005. I want to say it was my dad's second game. Um, that one, that one really sticks out. That, that was such a cool game, um, and you know, beating Michigan at Michigan. And, you know, they were really rolling uh, back then. It was a good, tight game, but um, that, that was a really cool one uh, to see my dad have that success. Um, you know, unfortunately, one that sticks out, you know, maybe more than any, is uh, the uh, USC game, the Bush push in 05. Uh, I feel like I remember that one more than any of them. And uh, maybe because I had Coach Kiffin at FAU reminding me about it uh, every now and then. Um, but that certainly sticks out. Uh, I remember going to the, the Heisman ceremony when Brady Quinn was up for it. Um, so that was a really cool moment and, and cool thing to see. That one certainly sticks out. And, um, you know, even towards the end, um, you know, right before my dad was let go, um, you know, I, I feel like it was uh, – Kyle McCarthy and Eric Olson, and he was kind of locking arms with them, you know, walking onto the field and 
you know, seeing that, that they were supporting him, you know, in time, that was certainly tough, uh, was really cool. And, you know, a big inspiration as well for me, uh, getting into coaching to know um, that the relationships with those players is, is so important. Well, Charlie, would you want to uh, one day coach again at Notre Dame if given the opportunity? Uh, I don't think you could ever rule anything out for sure. So um, <laughs> you know, the one thing that I would say is, is I'm so, so thankful and, and happy at South Florida right now. And to be under yeah. a head coach, uh, Coach Scott, um, who, who's a great person, uh, a great leader, uh, and really, you know, taking you know, what you guys saw at Clemson and, and trying to bring that down here to South Florida. You know, I'm just very happy where I'm at. And, uh, you know, I don't really look too much uh, towards the future. Uh, I just try to do my best at, at the place that I'm at. And uh, I could see myself being here for a very long time. You know, it, it's one thing to, to coach against the school that once fired your dad, but is it surreal or mm-hmm. strange to then coach against the coach that replaced your dad? Because that probably doesn't really happen. I don't even know if it has happened before. Yeah, I, I don't know. But um, I have a lot of respect for Coach Kelly uh, and, and what he's done uh, for Notre Dame and getting that program uh, to compete at a national level You know where, the, where they're going up for uh, championships every single season. So I have so much respect for him and, and what he's done. And, you know, Tommy Reese – uh, as a young OC as well, uh, and watching, you know, what they do offensively. And, and he does a tremendous job. And, uh, you know, I know he's got a very bright future. Uh, it's, you know, it definitely, it, it was surreal probably just when I first, you know, uh, heard about the game or, or something like that, or when it first got finalized, but I just got a ton of respect for them as an opponent. They're a great team, uh, great offense, great defense, and uh, just really looking forward to the challenge of going up there and competing. What would it mean uh, to you personally and to your family and it, the USF, you know, the whole South Florida, um, if you get a victory at Notre Dame Stadium this this week? You know, I think I think it's been so long, um, you know, since it's, since everything had happened. But uh, for me, more than anything, um, I love our players here at, at USF, and I, I want them uh, to succeed more than anything. So uh, get, getting a win there would just just make me extremely happy for our players. Because uh, I know all the work that they put in, uh, especially in this year with with Corona and everything going on, and all the yeah. challenges that that we've had to overcome uh, to even get to play in this game, uh, it's such a great opportunity. Charlie, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, have fun and and best of luck this weekend. Really appreciate it, guys, and thank you for everything. Uh, appreciate both of you. Thanks so much, Charlie. Great to talk to you. Charlie Weiss Jr., the offense coordinator of South Florida, our Focus on Faith guest, and uh, I, I came away even more impressed after being able to have the opportunity to chat with him, Kevin. Yeah, it's neat to see him uh, all grown up. It'll be fun to watch this game today and then his career in the future, too. What's the difference between Notre Dame Federal Credit Union and a bank? Well, banks are owned by investors looking to make a profit. Notre Dame FCU is different. We are a not-for-profit, member-owned cooperative. Our mission is to help our members improve their lives by providing products and services to save them money. If we end up with too much money ourselves, we simply give it away to our members' favorite charities. Last year, over a million dollars. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union.